Hey y'all! Today we are talking, strangely enough, about corduroy jumpsuits. And who hasn't been like, you know, if there was a podcast for me, it would be about corduroy jumpsuits. Who hasn't said that? I mean, I know none of you are raising your hands. Because I know. Wait, who hasn't? Yeah, right. I know! That you wouldn't be saying that. I know that you've been waiting for this episode. And you got it. But really, even more than corduroy jumpsuits. Even though if I don't own one soon, I don't know what will happen. Either way. Either way. When we make a decision about how we communicate who we are to the world, we are making a very bold decision to say something. And when we show up as something different or when we show up in pursuit of our dreams, the dress code changes and therefore our communication to the rest of the world changes as well. And sometimes that takes a lot of boldness to show up and say, I need pants with utility. A corduroy jumpsuit with a hanging spot for a hammer actually sounds like something that would be extremely useful for me. And so we're breaking that down. But at the end of the day, it comes down to dreams, as it always does. Let's go. Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast, where we do dreams. And finding that alignment in season four has been very important because this is the truth of all the work that the death of a dream becomes. And rolling out the first book this season related to that sort of creates this journey and this pathway for people to recover and go after the things that they want in this life. It's moving people through this transition of something doesn't feel quite right. How do I feel my way back there? And I'm excited to be expanding that work in season four and to even be still showing up for what will be the death of a dream and all the beautiful things that we do to change the world together. We've gone through some crazy seasons. We've gone through some more quiet and reserved seasons, seasons of attack, and we're finally experiencing the first season of alignment and building. We have found a foundation, and I am very excited to be building right along with all of you. Heyo, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast, where we do dreams. And every day, we continue that conversation. We push ourselves in this narrative. We move our lives forward. And in order to move our lives forward, we have to actually 
think and talk and discuss how amazing we are because we have to get good at it because it can't taste weird in our mouths to think about how awesome we are and then also say it. It can't. And, you know, as someone who's spent a lot of time in the opposite and not only in the opposite of things that I would say to myself, but also things that I would say to other people, it is now glaring and almost shocking, breathtaking, and not in a good way, how often we deplete ourselves, how often we surround ourselves with people who also deplete us, who will say the bad things that we were probably already thinking, who like pray and pounce on that no more. Oh, no more. And as a recovered hate advocate, I can tell you that this way of living is weird, um, but better. And that's where we should all be. Maybe, and maybe not. Not everybody's journey is supposed to take them there, I suppose. Maybe we're... Maybe we are supposed to live in hate. But I don't believe that. So, greatness grounding. Um, I don't know. How did y'all like listening to those students? I know that the audio wasn't perfect because we were just in this open, crowded room talking onto a microphone. And there would be these freeze moments where I'd have to throw in a prompt here and there. But for the most part, this is what I will say. We had probably about, over the course of two days, probably about 100 podcasts that were like developed, talked through, story mapped, and pillared. And so pillared means they came up with one topic and then they kind of spurred from there into creating an entire show, which is then what they took into their recording. And the only reason that we didn't have more recordings is because the first day I was new, I had never done this before. And I wasn't quite thinking through how I would make this more interactive than just writing on a sheet of paper. We figured it out the second day and we brought that heat. Now, now we are here living this life. And yeah, I think, you know, listening to them, there was not one podcast that was the same. Even when they were like attempting to copy off of other people's papers, they were still coming up with their own ideas. Even when they would have the exact same theme, the things that they find interesting about that, the different pillars that they brought that they would talk about specifically because even if you like the same things, your breakdown is always different, always different. And so we had some amazing podcasts pop out of that. I I hope that some of these students take that just very basic knowledge of how you build something and go on and build something for themselves. Because as I would tell them in closing, like, this is all I record with. What you just did right now, a lab chop and that microphone, 
you could do. That's how easy it is. So you have the idea, you have the thought, go do it. And now you have it mapped out. And now you have a pre-recorded segment ready to go. And now you, you know, you've heard yourself, you've put yourself up to a microphone, you've attempted that. And really, like some of them laughed at themselves or they lost track of where they were going. And some of them like nailed the whole entire thing. Like they've been thinking about doing a podcast for their whole life. And I thought it's just so beautiful to see people realizing how close to something they've dreamt about they could be. Because some of the kiddos would come up to the table and say, oh yeah, a podcast. I, I have the perfect idea for a podcast. I was always thinking that I would do this. I was always thinking that I would do this. And so we just got those ideas down on a sheet of paper. And then we sort of right put doing in play. It's not that crazy to record. It really isn't. And I would break it down even further and end up telling them, you could honestly record right from your phone. You could download an app today and start a podcast. So why aren't you? You know, you've got ideas. You've got things that you want to put into this world. Let's do that. Let's go there. And I don't know if I was supposed to put restrictions or not on like subject matter, but I find that it's really important to let people flow wherever they want to flow. Like talk about the things that they find really important. And some of them blew my mind. You would think for young students from seventh to ninth grade that there wouldn't be much depth and I was like I they could have gone even deeper this is amazing amazing and I always just recommend that people start sooner rather than later and I would say what was sort of sad is that I saw who was probably my middle school self and to be quite honest also my adult self who would have wanted to go over to this booth because it was recording, because it was all these cool things and would have not done it unless everybody else thought that it was cool or was excited about it. That's what I would have been excited about. And I didn't, I wouldn't have gone. Right. And it was sort of hard to see other students who are in that same reality of going with the crowd. But it was awesome to see students who were like, nah, I find this interesting. This is cool. I want to learn about this. And they'd go off on their own or they'd go off and convince the rest of their group to come over. And, you know, the ones that try, the ones that experiment, the ones that are putting different things on and trying them will just go so much further than the rest of us who sort of sign up for this accept me policy. 
And that was definitely me. And so it was refreshing to see people who weren't living by that. It was sad to see people who were living by that just because I think about how much that impacted my life well into adulthood and how long it took to survive those things and how many conversations I have to have just in a day to remind myself that I don't care. <laughs> you know, that like it's my decision that this is how I want to live my life and whether or not people find, you know, a corduroy jumpsuit cool, too bad. You know, I was looking at one today and it had like a hammer. You could hold the hammer and it could hold it had like multiple pockets that you could put things in and pockets have never been more important to me in my entire life than they are right now. I can promise you when I do store resets, being able to put like glue dots and tape and string and hammers and those things, having them all in different pockets is extremely helpful because usually it's one hand and, and you know, that is a, that is a style choice that is more out of, utility than style and my pants and choice of clothes are reflecting that it can't be like it used to be when I dressed like everybody else and I went along with what a normal successful mom all in quotes looks like when they show up to pick up their kids like I can't do that anymore and you know why? More reason than any. Other than, I don't care if you think that I look like I'm successful or not. Other than that, fake pockets don't work. We need real pockets. I have talked about this before, but I will go to end's length to discuss this again. Pockets. All of the pants that I had that were like corporate pocket, corporate look, corporate, this is how we're supposed to be operating. All of them had these either super shallow pockets that couldn't even hold a card. Which then like, why do it at all? But then even worse are the faux pockets. Where it's like, yeah, you have pockets. Oh, no, you don't. These aren't real pockets. Can't hold anything in them. And it didn't really matter all that much other than sometimes I would be putting on events and I would be like, man, it'd be really nice to have pockets, but I guess I don't. So I guess I'll just have to have myself and also this cart of items following me around, which doesn't seem so inconvenient, but I am telling you, if you are hanging a balloon arch or you are hanging a sign or you are hanging or you are decorating or you are doing anything, you will be appreciative of the amount of pockets that you have at your beck and call because even a cart or arm's length away is not going to do what you need done. Listen, I need more pockets. I used to make fun of because I didn't understand people who would wear like carpenter pants that had a million pockets. I'm like, what would you ever need a million pockets for? And now I get it. 
And the more utility, the better. Basically, most of the clothes that I am going to need to wear from here until I am done with this adventure, the more pockets, the better. Like if I have a front top pocket, if I got a couple of those, if I got some pockets and also a hammer holder, like all of these things. Yes, please. Yes, please. And you know what? I used to make fun of coveralls or what you might call overalls. Either way, either name. Pretty sure those are genius too. Pretty sure we need all utility. Pretty sure painter pants. Yes, please. Everything. Okay. Corduroy. Hmm. There's these like deep, rich fabrics. Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, please. Let's go. More pockets. More pockets, more pockets, more pockets. And I only went off on the pocket tangent because I have made decisions that are different from decisions that I have made in the past. And watching this middle school slash early high school day arrange, I was realizing how much of my decisions were dependent on the group of friends that I had. And into adulthood were dependent on the people that I was surrounded by or the people that I thought were judging me were surrounded by what normal looked like, what success, in quotes, looked like. And so it's pockets for me from here on out. And, you know, like, I wish that I had been in the group who would have gone to a podcast booth and let myself be impacted and I wouldn't have been I would have been making fun of the kids that did do it and I think that that is too bad but I also think that it is great to have recovered and to have seen that in action last week so I'm not sure that there was anything great there other than the decision to wear more utility pieces than less. Like, we can't be in dress pants. We can't be asked to be in dress pants. It just won't work. But go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. This was not supposed to be a podcast about clothing choices, but now that we're already going there, I say that we keep following where the ship flows and... The closing choice is not really about clothes. But I will say that clothes are your communication piece. Right? And think about how often we make decisions about people based on what they look like. We might not ever have a conversation with them, but we might say, ooh, success. Ooh struggling. Ooh, hippie. Ooh, bad mom. Ooh, right? And we just sort of like make all these decisions based on like what their t-shirt says, or if their shoes are clean, or if they have a lot of pockets, or if they have no pockets, or if their hair is clean, or if they're, right? We can make all these decisions just based off of how they look and never have to talk to them. And it is the truest form of the cover of the book, right? The cover of the book doesn't mean that it's good or bad. 
And I think about that a lot as someone who has a cover of a book and that is pixelated and I'm not happy about it and I need to make it different and I need to make it better. But at the end of the day, like if this book isn't good or it doesn't hit you or it doesn't help you, then it doesn't really matter what the cover looks like. Bottom line. And, you know, I think whatever you want to wear, whatever that is, however you envision yourself looking, not dependent on what the rest of the world thinks, not dependent on if your friends are going over to a podcast booth or not. Like, what do you want to tell the world about you. And I would have forever been wanting to tell the world that I am creative, that I need utility, that I need the ability to wear bright colors, to mix it up, to have fun with my wardrobe, to communicate who I am boldly and loudly, and to also mix that with this like crazy cool eclectic style that can't really be placed in one category or another and as someone who is living a very very black white and gray life and blue hey we had some blue and you know what when I was coaching we had some green but okay that was the that was the color palette And there were parts of me that were screaming to break free, that were wanting to break free of this place where illusion pockets exist. Here's a pocket. Just kidding. It's not really a pocket. What would you need a pocket for, you lady who's working? You don't need a pocket. Not if you're just sitting at a desk. What would you need a pocket? Like, listen, we need pockets. We need hammer holders. We need all these things. Even... Even people who work in a corporate job need more utility. And guys' pants, usually just comparing. Like if I went to our closets, my husband's pants are plenty long, have plentiful pockets. So they probably don't even need the utility. And yet they get utility pants and they get extra pockets. I don't know. But I will just say that we need more pockets. We just need more. We are doing things. We should have pockets that fit at bare minimum our phones. And y'all can laugh and be like, oh, that's not a problem. It's a problem. Try. Try to fit your phone into your pocket, okay? And not just into your pocket, but like, can you sit down without it falling out? Probably not. Can you stand up without it looking like some enormous, weird growth that's half sticking out and half in? No, probably not. And if it were just cell phones that we were talking about, it would be a glaringly obvious. But then start thinking about actual utility of doing things. No. Well, why would we need pant pockets? We have purses. We don't want purses. Sorry, I am speaking for a group that certainly is not asking to be spoke for. Maybe y'all want purses, but like, I'm not sure we got the better end of the stick here. Think I like pockets? And I can only think that now because like, 
fanny packs. Pretty close to having pockets, right? And kind of a great life, kind of a great reality to be living right now. And this is all really about staking your claim. Deciding who you want to be and how you want to talk about that to the world. And knowing that whatever you decide, you're right. Whatever you decide, you are right. And what I will say is if that is not in the dress code, maybe we start looking for a new place to show up. And if you're in school, I'm sorry, you really probably don't have much of a choice. But eventually, once you get out into this beautiful place called adulthood, you will have a choice. And your choice becomes existing in worlds where you have to fit in a box or deciding that the box was meant to be broken and breaking it and deciding that you do want to wear utility coveralls that hold hammers for no better reason than like, I want to walk around with a hammer. I think that's a super cool thing. Why wouldn't I, you know, like I got to wear, I got to wear my hammer jumpsuit today because we, we might be hammering some things. <laughs> I know these are ridiculous things that certainly no one says, not a soul, not one soul says this, but I'm saying it right now. Because, you know, to show up looking different anywhere, anywhere, even if it's as simple as like picking your kids up from school. And I'll say like, even just the choice to walk and pick kiddos up from school or the choice to ride a bike or the choice to even let your kids walk or ride a bike and not going through the pickup line, like, it's a choice. It makes you look different. It is different. And it's not even about deciding whether or not that's something you want to do. It's like, it is hard to not just go with what normal is. And not because it's actually hard to do. Because it's actually hard to sustain over time the whispers or the looks or the blatant and bold questions and conversations <laughs> that are had around you, with you, about you. And you hear that feedback back. And it's difficult at times to withstand, right? Like, oh... Oh, hey, Hannah. That's an interesting outfit. That's cute, though. That's not... Hey. Interesting outfit. Can you just say something nice? Come on. Might not be what you would wear. But just, just give in. Give the whole compliment, right? Anyways, this is neither here nor there. This is really about the decision to show up in this world how you want. And usually dreams are along those lines. Because so often the things that are in our heart are 
the exact opposite of where we're at right now. Dreams usually are on the side of crazy. Consistent with craziness. Because often they're so far from the reality that we're living in. And a lot of times it forces us to show up and question what is normal. And I remember walking through the halls in pants with no pockets. Passing people who were angry about pants with no pockets. And all of us just pretending that it was okay. That fake pockets were okay. That utility wasn't important. That it was okay that we sat down at meetings next to male counterparts and their phones would stay in their pockets as well as their keys, their wallets, and their entire life. And meanwhile, we needed to carry everything to the meeting. We needed to carry all of our things in these extra items. And then we're always asked why we're losing our minds because all of our stuff has to be kept everywhere else. It has certainly got to be a lot easier to remember where your keys are when they're just in your freaking pocket tickling your leg once in a while, but not all that uncomfortable because your pockets aren't squeezed so tight to your legs. The fits of your actual pants are made not only for your legs, also extra room to move because, you know, we're assuming that men move in their clothes. They're usually pretty stretchy and they can fit anything in their pockets as well. Like they were built for mobility, utility, and extra use. Whereas my typical pant was built with like, even if I bought three sizes too big, still just a form-fitting fit. And if I even dared to put keys in there, it looked ridiculous and they would jab me all day. And guess what? Then I wouldn't forget where my keys were. But listen... It's just easier when everything is affixed to you to remember. And I have to remember everything. And then I also have to stay stylish and switch my bag out every like three months or with the season or it can't be white after Labor Day. I don't know all the rules, but I must know them if I want to fit in this society. And if you're choosing dreams and you're choosing yourself, there is a chance that you are going to look blatantly different from the rest of the world. And I can no longer pass in hallways and say we are are living the dream when we were not indeed living the dream because the dream, my friends, is corduroy jumpsuits. I am certain of it. The dream are pants that require work, utility, carrying of phones, that require movement. That is the dream. The dream is dressing how we want, not how some person somewhere decided we should look who hasn't addressed a policy since time and time and time has passed 
we just decided that this is what it would look like. And we went ahead and communicated that as the dress code. And we don't want dress codes anymore. We want to be in this place where we can communicate to the world that we are creative, that we are artists, that we require utility. We do something that requires a hammer in our pants pocket. Yes, that is who we are. Or... We require clothing that is actually comfortable, that we could move in if required. We require clothing that we look good in, but also feel good in. We require clothing that is not making us wish that we could get home and get in comfortable clothing. We want them to all be the same. And... We're getting closer. We are so blessed by so many beautifully imaginative, that's not the word, people who are building wardrobes like this. We are thankful. And we are also knowing that our clothes and the way that we show up in this world and what we drive and what we carry and what we do communicates who we are. And so, what do you want to say to the world? How will you boldly go out and say that you are doing your dreams and the dress code is different? As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you support any creative that is doing work. And that's simple. Just comment, like, share, review things for them so they keep bringing their art into this world, changing it and making it a more beautiful place. You can do that with all of this work here. Feel free, share, review. I write and post every weekday just to help expand my own light in hopes that it helps expand others. And you can find me at hannahnuss.channel on all socials. Help follow and share and expand this work. And you can find all of my offerings and products at hannahnuss.channel as well. Change the world.